0: everyone welcome to episode 10 of the daytime talks with ICM I'm Steph and this episode is dedicated to the 8th of March or the well-known Women's Day so today of course we'll talk about feminism I have with me today Shuval, who is an exchange student at our university and she's currently taking uh, different classes here I First of all, let me start with the fact that I'm so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you. And, of course, let's start with some introduction. Well, I'm a little excited. I'm Sheva, I'm 22 years old.
1: I'm from Turkey, uh, Ankara, to be precise, the capital. I study business administration at Middle East Technical University. Uh, Business is my main major, but I'm... Also very interested in gender topics, feminism, woman issues. And I've been studying them as well for the past couple of years now.
0: That's really, really nice topic. I, I think if uh, we had the opportunity to study this in this university mm-hmm. in English, I would also go with that. Or like a subtopic of our, I would be the like, yes, gender equality. Yeah, it's so I'm signing up for that. <laughs> <coughs> okay, okay. So maybe let's start more into the topic. You you said you are interested in feminism, you study it, gender equality. So let's start with what sparked the idea of feminism initially in you? Uh,
1: Of course, when I was like growing up, uh, of course I'm raised in a Turkish culture. I come from a Turkish background. I was raised in a slightly more conservative environment. When you look at the Western countries, uh, we come from a patriarchal uh, culture. And the thing is, I hated growing up in boxes, and I hated people telling me what to do, just not about my gender in general, but that was just my character. And especially in my teenage years, when I was like 15 and 16, I-, I was changing, my body was, my ideas was, and people started saying a lot of things, you know. I was boxing, and people said it was too manly. I was trying to state my own idea. People said I was talking too much, you know. Mm -hmm. I was laughing. They told me, like, girls don't laugh like that. I want to wear something. They were like, wear something more uh, ladylike, you know. Be a lady, they said. I I love that slogan. And it was very frustrating for me. At the time, I didn't know what was happening around me. I didn't know that I was being oppressed by society and by social media, by everything, you know, because uh, our surroundings, they always tell us and point us at a direction of how we should be but uh, no one asks us uh, what we want to be and then uh, when I was growing up back at the time if you would ask me I would still say I was a feminist but I didn't really know what it was back then but like growing up and meeting new people when my environment changed I started to you know dig deep into the topic I really wanted to know what the issue was. Why am I feeling left out? Why am I not being accepted by the society? Why is everybody telling me something to do? I'm not wearing makeup. They're telling me you don't look really nice. You should. I'm wearing makeup. And then they tell me that's a little too much. Like, you know, and you can't please anyone. And that's what sparked the idea of feminism in me. You know, I said, then I'll please myself and then I'll do whatever I want Mm -hmm. and then I'll be proud of being a woman and I'll be proud of my choices my decisions in life and who I am in general so that's like my background
0: okay so uh you said you've been a feminist even before you realized you Mm -hmm. actually are and how you learned about feminism like you were you felt this way you were like okay I'm gonna please myself I'm gonna do whatever I want Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna follow those standards but When exactly you learned that this is feminism and how you started uh, learning more about the ideology itself? I guess I was like
1: 18, 19, first when I started university, I met a lot of people. I met a couple of my current best friends right now. And one of my best friends, she's a gender youth activist at UN Women. And she's one of the very big like influences in my uh, story as well. And when we were talking about what we were going through and like our general ideas, uh, like with all of my friends actually and then I started to realize like yeah I mean this this is a thing people are doing this and she always identified herself as an activist and uh, back then I wasn't and then like after my journey started I started uh, searching for articles I started searching for what was happening around the world what were women going through you know and then that's when I started to identify myself okay like I am a feminist actually but I have to be a better feminist if I want to be like an activist because that's like another story I have to do more
0: and uh, when you're back home today uh, do you, where in your life you find struggles like do you have moments where you're questioning that or you're? it's hard for you to kind of promote it it is because um, even
1: when the language I speak I say a lot of like (laughs) sexist things, even Mm -hmm. myself. I mean, uh, that we're gender biased. Most of us, you know, we we assume things and we say things without even realizing it. And those are the times that I struggle a lot. But then I always uh, remind myself like, hey, this is a journey. You know, think Mm -hmm. of yourself when you were 16 or 17. Now look at the point you're at. So I can only realize what I'm going through and what I'm what I need to change. And then I can just go uh, push myself to change that because we're not perfect. Nobody can say that I'm like 100% doing the right thing because this is a spectrum, like gender studies, when you look at it, and people stand on different points of the spectrum, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, I don't know if you have this, but back in Bulgaria, one of the biggest, uh, I don't know, like prevailing jokes Mm-hmm. there are about women like yeah. most of the jokes in bulgaria are sexist and they're about degrading women how like uh you know stero- putting a huge stereotype on every woman out there yeah i totally understand that
1: and uh, yes in my country we also have stereotypes but this also reminded me of a conversation i had with my roommates last night and they're spain one of them is from france and i'm from another part of the world they're from another part of the world but we all have like common issues mm-hmm. because they were talking about how they're being stereotyped or the feminist stereotype in spain to be precise and i was like telling them the feminist stereotype in my country because the word feminism scares a lot of people yep. and i feel like uh yeah there are different things country-based but in general it's like that's why it's called the women's issue you know Mm -hmm. that's why it's called the women's movement and i feel like when you look at it at a gender's perspective it also affects men because they're also under a lot of stereotypes and we also have that in my culture as well but i feel like it's our duty to break these stereotypes as much as we can for example in my country there is like the stereotype of the uh, that comes from like the gender division of labor that the woman should take care of the house, you know, Mm -hmm. like with the kids and the cooking and the cleaning and like men can't cook. So you have to cook their food and put it in front of them. And these are all like stereotypes, of course. And I feel like they're outdated now, Mm -hmm. especially like we're in 2023, Uh, but still aren't they valid? They are in most uh, people's homes. They're still very valid, but I don't know. It's our duty. I guess.
0: (laughs) Yep. Okay. uh, Following that, I have uh, another question. Why do you think uh, feminism scares so many people and in particularly men? I
1: think uh, it's a big word and identifying yourself as something, not just only a feminist, whatever you want to identify yourself as. It's a big, it's it's taking a stance, you know, it's a huge move, actually. It might just be a word, but um, I mean, it's been a fight that's been going on for like years now and maybe thousands and millions of years when you look back at humanity mm-hmm. and we are living in a male dominated world when you look at it. So so you go up one day and say that, yeah, I don't want that. You know, I want, I, I want to be an equal and the matter is not E- equality It's equity, actually. So mm-hmm. uh, that's beca- because there's like a misconception about feminism. It's not wanting women to rule the world. You know, it's not yeah. saying that, yeah, men, you st- like step aside. We're just going to th- the run the world now. It's, it's not that. I mean, every woman is different in their own yep. way when you look at it. So I feel like people are afraid of it because they don't know it. They don't know what it really means. They don't know how it actually benefits the whole society. Mm -hmm. And when we just say men and women, we kind of, you know, leave out the other genders as well. But this is like a story for everybody. Mm -hmm. So that's why everybody's scared. They don't know what it is. They feel threatened by it. But if they get to know the topic and the ideology behind it, it's not something threatening for like
0: as the society it's, it's a beneficial thing. I think that is really well said and as you said it's beneficial for the society like it's equity not like women ruling the world. Yeah or like being
1: 100% equal it's I, we're not 100% equal we're two women sitting here it's like mm-hmm. that's not the point you know like mm-hmm. having equal circumstances and having equal opportunities in the society yes that's what we want, so, but okay. not uh, saying like women and men or like the, ho- the other genders, were all the same. That's not possible. Not even two people standing like next to each other are, are the same. Mm-hmm. I was, how are we going to make the whole world the same?
0: That's not the point. No, exactly. And, you know, everyone being the same, it's kind of, I would say boring, you know, like it's always funny to see like the diversity in people. But I completely agree. Yes, it's about equal opportunities and like in life in general. Talking about that, uh, going back to Turkey, Mm -hmm. what is the situation right now with feminism there and the whole movement?
1: Yeah, um, Turkey adapted the feminist movement uh, later than like the Western countries when you look at history. And right now, I think uh, we're really, really getting to that point as like young activists especially because we can speak up uh, of what Mm. we're thinking and the thing is like these feminist matters they're political all Mm -hmm. around the world just not not it's not only in my country it's uh, a very political topic and it's a very delicate matter when you look at it so women are trying to fight for a lot of things in my country as well we are equals in the eyes of law when you look at it but the practitioners that that's that's a question mark mm-hmm. and like i said not just only my country from all around the world you know and um, i mean we have a voice and it's getting louder and louder okay. and louder every day and it's threatening a lot of people i feel like it but and i feel like some women don't feel like they're represented enough by the feminist movement and i totally understand that because when you ask me i don't I don't think any feminist movement can represent me as an individual, like 100%, because I'm different, I think of different things, but uh, the key point is like capturing the main problems of all women have, you know, and then just yeah. uh, working on those
0: issues. I mean, you're young, like, we're all young here, but could you say, like, you've seen some change? Like, is there, like, a story that... Actually, prove to you, yes, this is worth fighting for.
1: Uh, I did actually. I mean, uh, these are like also uh, very personal topics as well. But I can see that whenever like uh, a person is harassed, I feel like they can speak up right now. Mm-hmm. For instance, that that applies for myself as well uh, because I, let's say a couple of years ago when someone was. You know, harassing me verbally, maybe, or like trying to like grab my arm or something in the streets. This happens everywhere. I've had it in the Netherlands as well. I guess I used to get so scared, I couldn't do anything. You know, I couldn't speak up for myself, and I always felt like it was my fault. Like, I, I, the, the structure always mm-hmm. made me uh, question myself. You know, did I do something wrong? Did I like do the wrong look or something? And then after like becoming a feminist, I realized that no, like, it's not me. I'm not the problem here. And that other person is the problem, and now even my individual change, I can speak up to myself. I learned okay. the word no. That that's a really big step yeah. in a woman's life, you know, being able to say no without any explanation, just no, you know, not just saying no, I blah blah blah, and just no. no, just no. I am not interested. No, that I don't have to give a reason yeah. to you. So I think even this is like a really huge change in my yeah. life and in my friend's life as well.
0: I agree, I agree, and I've noticed, like, I'm also like young, I'm just 20, but um, I've noticed how generally, not to put like generalization, but most of the women are like people pleasers. Mm-hmm. So it's not like still, it's, you know, n- not that normal for a woman to be there like, no, that. Like always, as you said, like there should be some explaining exactly. or, yeah let's do that and you don't want to do it in the end but um yeah i really i really get what you mean And we just have to own our ideas you know just
1: like stand up for yourself mm-hmm. and remind yourself every day that i i still remind myself every day that you only live for yourself you know mm-hmm. you don't have to uh, please anyone you don't have to be accepted by a group or the, sos- the society itself mm-hmm. i can be different or i can have my own idea and Uh, that's nobody's concern. It's only my concern and no one can say anything about it. But like the word no is a big game changer when you adapt it in Mm -hmm. your life, not just as a woman, you know, like let's say we're having a discussion and I just say like, no, I mean, that's my boundary and you're stepping in it.
0: So just stop there. Like defining your boundaries are very, very important. I agree, I agree. Like, for example, if I ask you a question, you have the full right to say no, Yeah. that, and we move on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but uh, what's the situation right now with the earthquake happening in Turkey? How is this affecting Uh,
1: women issues? Um, issues, Well, especially like in disasters like this, it's a catastrophe when you look at it. uh, The situation is not very good. And of course, women, children, elderly people are getting affected by it. Uh, the most and I feel like in situations like this people always think of the first thing okay food shelter like water obviously but then like the next step there are additional needs for women I mean there are menstrual needs there are hygienic needs when you look at it what, what if a woman is on her period where is she going to find like menstrual products during the earthquake zone, that's why I, l- I know that UN Women, Turkey, and a couple of like other organizations are especially providing uh, menstrual products to the earthquake zones because it's very, very important. You know, mm-hmm. like can you imagine yourself wearing the same underwear for ten days?
0: Ex- yeah,
1: yeah, it's awful. But you you also have to think of these. They also, of course, apply for men too. But when you look at it, women do have additional needs in that sense, and and it may be clothing when you look at it you know it may be clothing because i saw this like news a woman asking for a hijab when she was like taking out of, uh, of the earthquake area and mm-hmm. she, she has the right to ask for it it's it's 100% her right to a- ask for a hijab and to wear mm-hmm. you know it's like if she if she is in a need of that then you have to provide it to her that's my belief i mean it's, that's where i stand So, I feel like people are are going, like, okay, is this our concern right now? It is your concern. It is, because that's a person, it's a woman. And Mm. if that woman wants what she wants, you have to provide it.
0: Yeah, I get it. And I've noticed in the news, they don't talk about it. Like, they talk generally about uh, the earthquakes and how they've affected the cities and the people, but they've never, like, mentioned uh, the side thing of, like, bringing those. Yeah, additional cares to women Yeah, they've talked about children, like children need to, to be mm-hmm. taken care of but it's not only them Well who talks about it? I'll ask you that
1: like when there's a war or there's like a crisis in the world, who goes on television and says like okay women and like the other minority groups are being affected by this mm-hmm. who talks about that? No one no. because it's never a priority that's it's the not. reason and that's like the main cause of all these issues, you know? Not prioritizing the women issues enough, or like like I said, the other minority
0: groups, there are a lot of groups. Women aren't minorities, mm-hmm. of course, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Usually in the news, uh, what's prevailing is just like, the next like, strategic moves of the, of the wars, mm-hmm. for example, and mainly stuff connected with the disaster, but not focusing on these things. But actually, I can now think of, I I think it's a a little bit Mm off-topic, but um, I think it was, like, back in the Second World War in America when women kind of took the men's job, you know, like, uh, we can do it slogan. I was also, like, thinking Um, about it.
1: The thing is, like, during those feminist movements, um... It was. It's really interesting because yes, women did start working uh, a lot after World War II, because. But one of the reasons were men were dead in the yeah. war, that's why, not mm-hmm. because someone like were, okay, like I'm gonna give women their rights. Yeah. No, and then women started working, and then another problem just appeared: equal pay. Equal. Mm-hmm. Pay. They weren't getting paid enough. That's how the first wave feminist movement started. They weren't getting paid enough. They weren't uh, working under the same circumstances as men. And then what happened? Women are working, okay, good for them. or they're equals as men? No, that, that's not what happened. There's a thing called domestic life. And women mm-hmm. were technically doing double shifts because they were working at a yeah. factory or like their day jobs. And then they were coming home and they were doing their second jobs as like a mother and a wife, you know? Yeah. So uh, was it really good for them at, back at the time? I mean, we, it, it's a really deep thing. Yeah, you exactly. just have to look at it from really different perspectives. That's why it's uh, that that it's very discussed in gender topics as well, and especially in feminist topics. Yeah, like women entering work life.
0: I also like looking back at this uh, because, yeah, they didn't have a choice; they had to do it. But I also find it impressive, you know, like it is of the strength, the willpower a woman can have. Exactly. I mean, like the suffrage movement,
1: the equal pay movement. I mean, they wanted to get paid equally. They wanted to vote. They wanted to, you know, be elected. It's like it's like this whole story. And then after they got their rights, nobody sat down and was like, okay. And then the second Mm -hmm. wave feminist movement came and they wanted like birth control rights. You know, yeah. like, and then we're in the third wave right now. We're, now we're like creating awareness uh, about uh, the ecosystem, the world we're living in, you know, the sustainability, uh, like harassment, catacomb, whatever you call about it. It's like one, you you, know? after you solve one problem, you have to solve another one. First, yeah. they start with like their basic needs you know, having rights on their children, their jobs, their own lives, and then came another thing, and then came another thing.
0: Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop just with that. Like yeah. It doesn't stop just with equal pay.
1: Each. So I can't even imagine what's going to happen like 50 years later. What's going to be the problem then? What, are, what, are, what yeah. will feminists will be, I don't know, like fighting about?
0: Um, I, I don't know if it's like proper to say, it, but I'm just excited to see it.
1: Well, the movement is bigger now, so that's a good yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, and more and more people, not only women, are actually getting exactly. more and more invested in it. Exactly. Okay, so we talked about uh, feminism in general, but now I want to ask you, what do you do specifically to promote feminism among people? I talk with them.
1: That's like a very basic thing, but I talk with them because I'm only one person and I can start by changing the people around me or at least explaining to them, you know, we talked about how people are afraid of the word feminist. I, I don't even start with the word feminism, you know? Mm-hmm. I, if the topic is about, like, gender topics and, like, women issues, I just talk with them. I try to understand the other side. Because when you're just screaming and shouting about what you want to believe in, you might not hear the opposite side. So I just want to know, what, why do you think like that, you know? And I try to explain it as much as I can. I mean, I, this is my point of view. I'm sure... A lot of people have different point of views. And then if I'm talking to, like, say, one of my guy friends, I explain to him why it also benefits him mm-hmm. as a man, you know, in the society. Because I explain to him, like, the pressures he's also under. They don't even realize how much pressure they are. It's not like the pressure isn't only on our shoulders. True. I mean, we can't say, like, we're being pressured equally. Of course not. Mm-hmm. But no, of course. you get the point. I just... Yeah try to ease the process in them. I have a five-year-old sister. I try to raise her, you know, I try to empower her every day. You know, if she wants to wear something, I tell her she looks amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. And she should like own up to, don't listen to anybody. If you want to have play with cars, play with cars. If you want to wear that, wear that, you know. Yeah. If you don't want anything, just say no, you know. If you don't want someone to hug you or like do anything, just speak up with yourself, speak up to uh, to what you think. and then i talk with my girlfriends and if they're let's say going through something in their relationship i try to say like that's not okay that's a big violation of your like boundaries Mm -hmm. and these are like tiny things but that's how i promote feminism i i I start slow but then maybe my friend is going to go tell another friend and another person and another person they're like domino stones
0: yeah uh I like that. Uh, We've discussed it also in the previous episode, you know, because usually when people are alone, Mm -hmm. they actually, you know, they have some belief, but they tend to not try to make a difference in some way. They just have their opinions for themselves. They would give up of doing something, for example, because, oh yeah, I'm just one person, it doesn't matter. But in the end, like, if just one person starts, it's like the domino effect exactly and i always have this really really cheesy saying you know like even y- if you do one small action you can change the world you know if it's just a smile like imagine you just see someone who is like sad and you just give them a smile exactly you know, like being nice to them this can have such a huge difference and yes it applies to feminism but i think it also applies generally for like uh, people's relations. Mm-hmm. And I really love uh, that type of mindset, just like talking with them, sharing, and spreading awareness. Yep. Generally. <clears throat> okay. Well, since our episode is for 8th of March, can you tell me what is Women's Day for you? Women's Day for me is like remembering
1: the fight, I guess. I don't want to use the word fight, but it is a fight for me. And uh, when it's Women's Day, I just take a step back and I always look at the previous year. You know, I just, I want to mm-hmm. see what changed in my life and how, how am I a better feminist? How am I a better gender activist this year? That's wh- what I always ask mm-hmm. myself. And then um, I just, I, 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 I'm proud of myself. That's like the most important thing. Even if I did like one thing, I remember to be proud of myself. I I remember how lucky I am. And I remember that I have to, you know, do things for the uh, non-privileged women and little girls maybe out there. Mm -hmm. So Women's Day for me is like gathering all these thoughts and like setting up new goals, you know, and realizing that the fight's never gonna end. So until like even the last little girl Mm -hmm. on earth, it's like until she feels safe you know until she feels like she has every right she has the, like the fight's going to go on for mm-hmm. years and years so remembering that but of course to do yeah. it with like kindness and love that's also very important i know it it, it 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 it's different it's different for everyone i think yeah and uh okay and are you gonna celebrate it in some way? We are, we're throwing a party uh, in like my flat uh, with my <laughs> roommates and well. We're gonna invite everybody, of course, not only women, because the celebration is open to everyone. <laughs> so we feel like whoever wants to celebrate Women's Day is welcome, so are you. <laughs> we're not celebrating that. it, so we're very excited about that. Oh, that that's so nice.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a such a good idea for a celebration. I was just thinking to buy myself flowers. You should, as you should, and I'm not citing <laughs> Miley Cyrus because usually, you know, these days when you say I can buy myself flowers, people are like, "Yeah, no, Miley Cyrus flowers," but no, I just love buying myself flowers generally. Yeah, whatever
1: makes you happy, you know, exactly. just like like I said, just you just have to own up to who you are yeah. and do whatever you want. If you want to wear that, wear that. Exactly. Do whatever makes you happy, and just like at one point, you'll you start caring less about what people think. I can't yeah. say I don't care. Uh, like I, I, of course, I care about what people think. I have like friends, I have family that I care about. You know, of course, mm-hmm. I th- value their opinions, but I try not to shape my life, uh, just based on them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Generally, even if you say you kind of don't care about other people's opinion, it's really hard not to. Exactly, <coughs> we're living together. Measure. Exactly, exactly. Well, uh, to finish up, I have one cla- one last question for you. And it is, if you could say one thing to every woman and girl out there, Mm -hmm. what would it be? I would say it's
1: really classic, but we rise by lifting each other. That's what I would say. Because there's like this toxic uh, mindset that women are jealous of other women you know women are enemies to other women and mm-hmm. like you see that girl is trying to steal your man you see that girl oh, i can't believe she wore that skirt you know like mm-hmm. even these sentences i mean we rise by lifting each other we do we first have to embrace the idea of feminism among women and then we can start mm-hmm. with the other matters you just yeah. has to you just, you just have to you know understand that i feel like you, another woman is not your enemy you were on the yeah. same side, and every woman is going through another, like, fight in herself, because we're getting intersectionally affected. Remember what we were talking about of how our like cultures have stereotypes and stuff. Yeah, I'm a Turkish woman living in Europe right now, and I'm being intersectionally discriminated sometimes because, or I don't know, sometimes being just mansplaining, mansplaining everything, you know, men coming to you and talking about you, or, like, th- what you were talking before the episode about Bulgaria yeah. and stuff. So you're a Bulgarian woman living here, apparently. Yeah. Your journey is different. Mine is different. So.
0: so why not, like, get on the same boat, you know? Yeah. And see I, where it takes us. I think I'll repeat that for at least ten time for this episode, but I completely agree with you. <laughs> uh... Like, I have my sticker on the laptop, like, girl supporting girls. Exactly. I just, it, it, it's one of my, like, I wouldn't say, no, let's say mantra, but it's something I like repeating myself, mm-hmm. to myself. So, um, I I
1: feel like whenever I compliment a woman, occasionally some of them are very shocked. Yeah. Yeah, I see that, like, the shock on their faces, because yeah. even if I see a friend and I I compliment them, you know, why not? And they're like, what, really? <laughs> and really, <laughs> am I? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. you look like amazing. You look very gorgeous today. And they're like, really? No, no. And like, <laughs> yeah, you do, you know, own up to it. That's a good thing. And yes, I'm a woman complimenting another woman. That's not going to take me down.
0: No. And I'm so happy this started to be a thing, actually. Yeah. Because I have daily so many conversations, you know, it would like, damn girl, you look so good today. <laughs> I love your hair, you know? Like, oh, I love this outfit, you know? Yep. And I just adore the fact that s- so many girls starting doing that. Yeah, the energy just, like, changes. I don't know, rubs on you, I guess, and yeah. it makes your day. So it, why not it, do it? It really does. Well, thank you so, so much for this episode. Well, thank you for having me. Of course, I'm I'm happy that you are agreed to be here and shared your experience and opinion and knowledge with us. And with this, we are wrapping up. Thank you for listening again, guys, and lots of love for me and happy Women's Day to every gorgeous human being out there who celebrates today. Don't forget to love and embrace your inner beauty. And with that, I'm saying bye and see you soon.